Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast. As always, it's your boy, Tyler Layfield, joined by my miraculous, greatest co-host of all time, Torres Finney. How's it going, Torres? Uh, I'm going, doing great, brother, and the same you as well, my greatest co-host of uh-huh. all time. But if you can... Uh, not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet, <laughs> but, not yet. But, man, I'm excited to be on here, and, man, let's get to talking about some big-time sports. We can start with the hometown team. Let's do it. The Atlanta Falcons finally did what I've been saying on the show for what? Since it's been a while. Since we started. It's been a while, man. Yeah. I've been saying Atlanta needs to trade Julio Jones. And not only did they do it, but they did it last week and they did it um, for a second round pick, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the official Colin, details, yeah. it was Julio. Uh, Atlanta traded Julio in a 2023 six-round pick to Tennessee for a 2022 second-round pick and a 2023 fourth-round pick. That's the official. Okay. Okay. So that's the official uh, details within that trade breakdown. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, just looking at more of the roster aspect, I will say A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Ron Tannehill, Derrick Henry, on paper, yes, Mm -hmm. That is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yes, if they all are healthy, yes, they are AFC contenders to make it to the Super Bowl and as well Super Bowl winning champions. Um, right now, I will say, um, I'm just going to be honest. Uh, I don't know if Julio will stay healthy enough. Um, I do think that's a great thing. If the Titans, if he stays healthy, no question, that's going to be a hard talent to beat. I would yeah. hate it for my Steelers to play them. I'll be excited to watch the Chiefs to play them. I mean, man, it will be some exciting games. But in all honesty, man, you know, Julio just has that injury prone, you know, just added to his career. You know, yeah. if he had the, the Larry Fitzgerald, you know, not injury bug that mm-hmm. Julio had. Julio was more like Larry Fitzgerald. Man. Oh, my gosh. He'll be a beast. Yeah. But that's the thing. You have to sit here and look at, man, what what can Julio do to stay on the field for the Titans? And the other thing, man, the other thing I wonder, he said in the interview he's looking for a guy that can – well, it was reported he was looking for a guy who yeah. can throw the deep ball. Yeah. So when trust I me, I, that, I saw that, and I was like – as soon as I saw the trade, I'm just like, this this one, this don't add up. Something ain't, something ain't adding up right here because Ryan Tannehill, I know he's a pretty yeah. good quarterback, but that – he isn't exactly known for a cannon arm by any means. So that was kind of, um, I don't know. That one took me off off guard a little bit. I was like, really? I don't know. Just didn't match up. Yes. That took me off guard big time. When I, when I heard that and I was like, man, no way in the world that he wanted Ryan Tannehill. Because that was a point when people compare Ryan Tannehill and Matt Ryan together. Yeah. So that's when I was wondering, you know, is is Ron Ron Tannehill in my pick? Okay, this is actually going to be a this is actually an argument. Who I really don't want to get on that one. Oh. But to say Ron, I can slightly give Ron Tannehill the edge over Matt Ryan. I can, 
for right now or for career? Not, obviously not career. No, 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 not career. Not, obviously not yeah. career. Just yeah. right now. Because if you look for the past two Maybe. seasons, Ryan Tannehill was actually second behind Aaron Rodgers in the best QBR in the NFL. He's behind Aaron Rodgers for the past two seasons. So that means he's been playing. And obviously in the past two seasons, he's been back-to-back playoffs, one of AFC championships, one of upsetting the number one seed out of Baltimore Ravens. So okay. I, I do got a little <laughs> rebuttal. I got a little rebuttal for that one, though. I will say this. So so with that being said, the QB rating, you know, being good for Ryan Tannehill, let, let's, let's take a look at what the team does and how teams defend that offense that he's in. We all okay. know who drives that offense. It's not Ryan Tannehill. It's, no, it it's Derrick Henry. And what teams have to okay. do to stop Derrick Henry, what do they have to do in the box? Stack the box. They got to stack That's that right. box. So it, it leaves it leaves those guys that are outside covering wide receivers on an island. I will give this to Matt Ryan. That, that year that we made it to the Super Bowl, that year that he was on fire, winning MVP, um, the, the defense literally knew they're going to throw the ball but they couldn't do anything to really stop it. That's just because of how good the offense was. They had multiple different weapons. Um, and don't get me wrong. I mean, Tennessee, they haven't had quite the weapons that Matt had that year. I think, I don't know. They had all – who did all did they have that year? They had Julio, Taylor Gabriel. Um, who is the other big – was that mainly the the two wide receivers? I mean, um, didn't they have a decent tight end at that, that year that they made it to the Super Bowl? Um, I think uh, – I'm trying to remember. Uh, they did. I cannot think of his name currently. But mm-hmm. yes, the Titans. I have to look that the up. Titans did have a. They did have a good tight end. I'm trying to remember because you got to remember the Titans. I think it one of was that. I think it was the Ravens uh, series. I mean the Ravens playoff game. I meant he threw to like only tight ends majority of like he only completed mm-hmm. like nine passes and won the playoff game. Yeah. And I think it was mostly the tight ends. I'm, uh, it was a good tight end. Uh, no, I'm talking about uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh, the, they had. Oh, Atlanta. They, so oh, they, okay, so that year, that year, so they really weren't a great tight end. I mean, it was Levine Torlola, but Matt Ryan, what I'm saying is he had Julio, Sanu, oh, okay. um, you know, he had those kinds of guys, Taylor Gabriel. He had a good, um, like, wide receiver core around him, and I know Tannehill hasn't quite had that. He's had A.J. Brown. Um, he has had Delaney Walker at one point, uh, if you remember yeah. Delaney in his heyday. Um, Delaney was really good tight end. Yeah, and then Corey Davis, uh, he's just – he hasn't quite lived up to the hype. So this yeah. will be him finally getting those weapons that we can finally see. Can this can this team really spread the ball around? Um, obviously, we know where they're going to go on offense. They're going to give the ball to Derrick Henry. That's just case closed. You just don't you don't go away from that. That's just what's going to no. be done. Um, but yeah. as far as what you said about their aspirations this year, um, I'm not quite ready to buy the Super Bowl hype yet. I do think they'll win their division. I am interested to see where the odds are for who wins that division. This year, because I think it's like um, in, in their division, it's like the Texans. Um, I can't remember who else is in it right now. I'll have to look that up. But they they have a pretty cake um, division, I feel like. And I think they can definitely win that. But to me, what really is holding them back is their defense. And that was a problem yeah. they had last year. And I don't think they really did much to solve that. Uh, I don't think division. so either. They so in their division is the AFC South. They got the Texans, the Colts, the Jaguars. I mean, it's well, right Texas, there for the Texans. The Texans gonna be one of the worst teams. I don't oh, see yeah. much. The Jaguars will be on the upcoming. Yeah, the be Colts a- are still gonna be good because the Colts now uh, have uh, uh, oh, who they just got? They literally not, just got. Them. Yeah, not Philip Rivers. They got they, uh, they got uh, what's his name? The um the Wentz Carson Wentz. 
Carson Wentz. Carson yeah. Wentz. Yeah, Carson Wentz. Yeah, they just got Carson Wentz. So, mm-hmm. in all honesty, right, like right now, they're going to be a good team. I think Carson Wentz will add something towards them. I don't think he – I, to be honest, I already said he would do no better than what Carson – I mean, no better than what Phil Rivers did. Yeah. So, I do see an addition towards mm-hmm. uh, the coach. But, yes, still going to be in a tough division, man. And I'm, I'm excited to see, man. I'm excited to see yeah. what – what what comes to the table for these Titans? I think they're gonna be a good team. I already got, I'm you know I'm living here in Tennessee. There's a lot of Titan fans yeah, here anyway. I know you. Hear so I gotta listen to the mouth. Uh-huh. You know, being a Steelers fan here, you know I'm so glad that we beat the Titans every time we play them. So I ain't gotta sit there and listen to uh-huh. that foolishness. But for real, you know they gonna be like, man, we go who we gonna do? Everybody going crazy about them getting uh-huh. real. But I'm like, bro, and just how much I'm a Steelers fan, I keep up with the Falcons just as much because they're my home team. I know what Julio brings to the table. When he's healthy, he will uh-huh. be one of their best. He, you're right. He yeah. will probably be their best wide receiver. Always but, something lingering with him. You're, you're right. Always I, it always felt like there was something, some type of foot or leg or something, injury. And one more thing I'll add to the conversation. Um, I see a lot of people, especially with DeAndre Hopkins coming out, saying him and Julio were traded for second-round picks. What does it take to be a first-round pick? Now, I can't really speak for what the Texans did. Obviously, we knew what the trade was with them. It was just a stupid trade. It was just dumb. It was just foolishness, as you would say, on the part of Brian. Uh, But in the Falcons' case, and I'll reiterate this for those of you um, out there, but I think the reason why – and, you know, I said this on the show beforehand. I was like, I don't think they're going to get a first-round pick out of this. I just – I think people are going to be underwhelmed with it. Um, They're not going to get anything special for Julio. They did get the second round pick, and I think the reason why it wasn't a first is because um, if they were going to get a first in return, they were going to have to cover some of Julio's contract. As you guys know, he still has a lot owed to him. He has a lot of money left on that contract. And the Titans got every single penny up. Yep, they sure the did. The Titans take it, had, did, actually took over his entire contract. That right yep. there is just as big as the trade in itself. The Falcons doesn't do not have to pay any more money. I remember when the Falcons, uh, the time they had, I forgot. Actually, when the Falcons take that back, it was the Hawks mm-hmm. when they let go of Joe Johnson when they oh traded Joe Johnson. Oh my god! And they had that guy's contract for what? Another forever, <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> forever, like that was ridiculous. Like, why is his name still on the payroll? He's yeah. Coming us so long. <laughs> you know, so yeah. an example like that, you know. Still mm-hmm. holding on to somebody's contract that hadn't played with you years down the road. That's mm-hmm. a good example. And I'm glad the Falcons made a good decision dealing with Julio. I do think this will benefit the Falcons more than it will benefit the Titans in the long run. Obviously, right now in the centerpiece of it, a lot of people think the Titans are going to benefit from much more because of their weapons. Yeah. But I, I we know Julio. But I hope the best for him. I do hope the best yeah, for him. Yeah, we do. But yeah. we, do we, we, we just know from the experience what we, we expect to see. Mm-hmm. So, well, um, the news of the disgruntled athletes of today, um, obviously we've been keeping up with Aaron Rodgers and his whole saga, his whole, you know, tantrum he's pulling right now. Um, it came out that he's going to be skipping mini camp. So he's going to owe a good bit back to the Packers, but guess what? He don't care. Dude don't even care, man. He's, he's chilling. He's on, I, I've been seeing stuff on uh, ESPN about him being on vacation, just cooling it. He's in no rush to get back. Um, you know, and it's every day I feel like there's like a new wrinkle to this story where they're talking about, um, you know, should the Packers just go ahead and trade for him because they're losing leverage every day that he's not coming or should they just stand firm? Um, I was interested to see your thoughts on this. If you think the Packers are actually playing this the right way by just letting him continue to do this stuff or, and not trading him, or if you think that they should trade him right now while they still can, while they still have some type of value. 
in a, in a certain I will say, yeah, I will say one of my coaches would tell me in college, be definitive on your decision. And when he used to say be definitive on your decision, that means whatever decision you make, you go that way 100%. Mm-hmm. If you want Aaron Rodgers, whatever you got to do to keep him, whatever you got to do to make sure he plays, you go that way 100%. If you are looking forward to Jordan Love right now and you no longer want Aaron Rodgers, let him go, trade him, tell him, I no longer want you. Do not play this up in hand game. Well, if Aaron Rodgers come, I hope we get him. Obviously, he'll play off the back. But if he don't, we got Jordan Love right here. We hoping Aaron Rodgers. That stop all this hoping back and forth. Make a decision. If you want Aaron Rodgers, you should have went out there and tried to go get Julio Jones. You should have went out there and did somewhat much better in the um, draft and drafting receivers than you did. They they made no effort to mm-hmm. go and keep to, to keep Aaron Rodgers. They made no effort in doing that. Mm-hmm. And they're showing no efforts by the way that they drafted, by the way that they did their free agency, by the way that they done the, the past, this is the past offseason. They've shown that they know they don't care what Aaron Rodgers does. Mm-hmm. And they keep and the general manager keeps coming out. Well, man, we love him. We we want him to be back. We don't never want to let him go. We enjoy. you say that, but yeah. your action says otherwise. Like, and I now to me, uh, Aaron Rodgers got us can't he can't act like that. You know, this is a both sides thing. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers cannot act like that. He can't act like a punk and be yeah. like, well, man, I don't like this. I don't want to win. I don't want to. Obviously, everybody wants to win Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, everyone isn't given the best of weapons. But you have an opportunity to go to another. If you say, I want to be traded, he did. I think he already said that, to be honest. He already yeah, said yeah, he only want to go back in Green Bay. So he already said that. So we already got one side that no longer wants to be with the other. Why the other side, they just need to make that decision. Be like, look, we traded, we we get, we used a first round draft pick on Jordan Love. So if we have that much faith in the brother, then it looks like we might as well get on that train now. For real. Because our starter, Aaron Rodgers, looked like he no longer wants to be with us. And I've already, and I said it a few shows ago, the same way they did with uh, Brett Favre. If somebody made a great point that when you have a starting quarterback, that still feels like he can play in the league and you bring in his in his replacement mm-hmm. before he's even getting to that point, that makes you feel like, well, man, why they do that to me? The same way Brady felt when they started to lean towards Garoppolo as this man just won a Super Bowl. For real. Brady was like, wait a minute, I still can keep playing. Mm-hmm. And Belichick was like, well, you know, and what Belichick was basically doing was he was using – you know, basically what no because what Brady's doing right now, nobody in the history of the game has ever done. He was basically using what he's seen beforehand. He was like, Well, Brady, you're about to be 40. Mm-hmm. Nobody usually plays past 40. Yep. Nobody even used to be good around that time. Yeah. So I'm just being ready just in case. Brady, yeah, Brady didn't, didn't take that too kind. You yeah. know, he didn't take that too kind. But he's an outlier. He was Packers doing the same thing. Brady, I mean, Aaron Rodgers around what 35? Yeah, he's getting up there in age. He is. He's starting you to know. Not say I'm not saying he's not good because Aaron yeah. Rodgers is no great a top MVP. Three. He was literally just the yeah, MVP. MVP. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Who's the MVP? So he we're not saying he's no longer good, but what we're saying is your time gonna start winding down. It will. I, I will it's I important. will agree. The Packers the didn't, didn't use your time wisely. I will say that. I agree. And use your time the best because your prime years, you have been you either didn't have a good defense. 
You didn't have no receivers or you didn't have a running game. There was always some type of problem with Aaron Rodgers, but he found a way to make this it work. This past year, it was they, they, I don't know, just bad coaching instead of this doing past the year was all his fault. Yeah. All I mean, well, not well, part, partly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably could have ran yeah. for that touchdown. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I know where you're going yeah. with it. But yeah, but, not I mean, all his you, fault. The decision to kick the field goal there was still stupid too, though. Like, that I'm was not going. Dumb. Yeah, so I'm I'm not gonna. They're they're still upset about. He's still upset about that. I think. I think that's a big reason. And, and like you say, how many times do you play in a game where Tom Brady throws three interceptions and you yeah. don't score off yeah. a single turnover? Yep, yeah. it's pretty bad. You know, you yeah. didn't score off a single turnover. This mm-hmm. man threw three interceptions all in one half, and you didn't score off a single one. Got to take advantage. Who fault is that? Got to take advantage. You can't blame the receiver. You had Devontae Adams. You can't blame the receiver. Yeah. You had Aaron Jones at running. Who are you blaming? You had a good offensive line. You had two all-pro offensive linemen on your line. Who are you to blame? Mm-hmm. This team is still good. This it ain't bad. It is no. It ain't a bad team at all. They they've gotten. I thought they've gotten better. Um. So I, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll have to see how this one goes. They're still a good team, like you said. Um, if I had to put bets on it, I do still think he ends up coming back. That's where I'm going to put my bets right now. I think he ends I, up I'll lean that way too. You he lean that way. Yeah, he, he's going to ride this thing out. There, I, I don't know. He, he's. It's not going to be anytime soon that we're going to hear any definitive answers. Um, but I do think he ends up coming back. And right now, I don't know if you saw it, but I think they, they were interviewing um, Jordan Love. He's talking about he's ready for the opportunity. He's ready to go after it and get it. I haven't heard any reports as to how he's been doing. Um, I would be interested to see that, though. I mean, I know early reports on him his first year, they were just like, it's not the best. It probably wasn't worth the first round <laughs> pick. So um, we'll have to see how that one pans out as well. So you do uh, did OTA start last week or this week? It was just I think it was earlier this week. Yeah, earlier this week. Not my dad. I think it's different for for each team. We'll hear more out of him. Yeah, Yeah, we'll we'll start seeing the highlights of him making throws. They're like, oh, it's an Aaron Rodgers throw. Oh, if they make a a post like, oh man, they're They're gonna do it. They're gonna end up doing it, bro. They're gonna end up doing it. Well, um. As happy as I am right now, I'm ready to be uh, dumped on because I know I know Torres because I know many of you guys have been waiting. We did the MMA episode uh, earlier this week, so some of you guys I know you've been patiently waiting to hear this. Um, y'all know how how uh, boisterous I am with uh, LeBron and the Lakers. How um, you know I-, I believed in them a lot for this season. Obviously, things didn't go. Uh, the way that I planned, or the way that they planned, I think. LeBron, LeBron, and I know LeBron, you guys LeBron. are ready to hear it, so I'm, y'all are going to be able to hear it right now. You're going to hear me and my sorrows. You're going to hear Torres on the mountaintop. So Torres, go ahead and hit me with it, brother. Well, well, <laughs> I didn't think it was going to end like this. No. I? no, I did not. But what I did know, my Clippers and. Well, my Mavs, I don't. I, I will get to them. It was a good but I do my Clippers. They were gonna be on the top side of this this year. It looks like it's gonna take year three before they finally play each other. If oh, really? Kawhi and Paul George is still there, depending hopefully, on how they see. Hopefully, well, probably. Um, let me tell you something, man. Look, this this is all honest. This is gonna be me being as calm and collected as I am. Okay, you're not going. You're not gonna go on me too hard, right? I'm not. I'm actually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save you a little bait. Oh, LeBron James did have to deal with some adversity in this one. 
But what I, I, I'm going to get on him eventually. But yes, he had to deal with something. Anthony Davis, as we all knew, coming into uh, this season, he is, he is not known for finishing out a lot of seasons. Mm-hmm. He's been a, a more of an injury-prone guy, injury-prone guy anyway is. from the start of his career. So this is not a new thing in its entirety. Secondly, uh, man, Devin Booker just couldn't miss. No, I mean, crazy. it reminded me a lot like when they uh, when LeBron on the Heat, he played uh, the Spurs, I believe. I think I want to say it was the second year. And I think that was like the greatest percentage of team that's shining in the history of a series in the NBA Finals. It was 2014 Spurs. And it was like every shot they threw up, it went in. Danny Green, Boris Diaw, Patty, it didn't matter who it was, it went in. And that's how I felt when I watched those Suns. It was like this team could not – I literally saw a shot bounce off the goal, go up the top of the backboard and still go still win. win. I'm like, I know. When, that, when that kind of stuff happens, there's no hope. There's no hope. <laughs> You're just there's no hope. Home. <laughs> I literally sent a text out like when I said, did y'all just see that? Yeah. <laughs> like, these guys can't miss. No. These guys would shoot like unreal percentages from the field, man, and from three-point. Yeah. So it was really hard. And I will say I give the Lakers the credit because they did fight that last game. They didn't that, lay down. That came back. Half, that last half. That last first half. half. They screwed around again. I, I don't know what it is. There's this little lackadaisical little attitude they get where they go down big. I, I mean, you realize you don't have to do that, right? You can actually, you know, try from the get-go try and actually get-go. hang in the game. But instead, they want to wait until second half. Um, Wesley Matthews ended up coming alive for a little bit. He actually was a big difference maker in the second half. Uh, no Caruso. I remember he got knocked out for that second half. LeBron did pretty good. Um, it just, it just, it wasn't meant to be, man. The better team well, won. You had, I can be honest. You had Dennis the Brick Schroeder. Um, he did okay remember, second half. Some, second half, he did okay. Oh, uh, he did okay second half, but yeah. second half of game six isn't the time for you to start playing. I know. Uh, you should have started playing that in game one. Uh, the Brick Schroeder. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you do know he asked for eighty million. You do know that. Oh yeah. You, and, and you do laughable. know he asked. It's for very 80. laughable right now. There's no chance he gets that. Um, no. Well, they, no. The funny thing was they they offered him. No, I think they offered him eighty million. They offered him eighty million. And he turned he it said down. no. He turned it down because he thought he could get higher. And I'll just go ahead and tell you this right now: no chance, no chance he gets anything higher. He probably wouldn't even get the same deal again. After this performance in the playoffs, he'll never get that again unless he has a unreal season. I would oh, yeah. out from after that. Uh, he probably won't get the same minutes to play in the same amount of game after that. After that performance, mm-hmm. uh, him, Cal Kuzma. Oh my oh, goodness, man! Started, man. I, like woo! I knew last year he was bad, but oh my goodness, man! And it got idiot. to the point where I was like, this guy. Hear me? How's he like? Who, who sat here and said he was the third man to the big three of the LA Lakers? Because I used to hear people say that. They said it's LeBron, it's AD, and Kyle Kuzma. And I'm like, what? This man can't feel single. Like he looks, 
He breaks. He makes the dumbest pass. He, he, he overthrows. Like he pat guys be wide open. I'm he telling you, over the head. I'm telling you, man. I'm <laughs> screaming at my TV every time this man gets the ball. I said, why is he? Why does he even have the ball, man? Like, why? why whose idea was it for him to take that shot? You know, just then. Like, and he's, like I'm just like, really. Really, uh, man, I can't. You're telling me you're preaching to the choir right now, man. You're preaching to the uh, choir. man. Watching Kyle Kuzma play basketball is 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 funny because I watch him. I'm like, well, that's gonna help the Lakers lose even more. <laughs> and I know Tyler is losing his brain. Right I now. am every every time. So, so, man, in all honesty, you know, the biggest question everybody was asking already: duh, how does this affect LeBron James' legacy? Well. You know, this is his first ever first round loss. You're right. Everybody talk about MJ. He has three. He do. Um, you know, and there, I mean, a lot of people used to be like, I rather, I rather lose in the first round than lose in the finals. You know, I, I used to hear that a lot. I'm just going to go and say this. LeBron James is in the latter part of his, in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, now I will, I will say this as well. I would expect a guy like him to play much better but this is you have to remember this wasn't uh him being the second seed going against the seventh seed he was the seventh seed going against the second yeah, seed yeah so he played a really tough team early in the first round the same exact thing i used to tell people that happened with jordan he was playing the boston he was playing a dining he played he played boston round. that year but he also i remember one of the first round is it was it he one played milwaukee boston milwaukee but I mean, Sidney Moncrief, who was I mean, a three-time defense or two-time defensive player of the year, who Sydney was, was good. really that Sydney Bucks, was good. All right, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you this: that same Bucks team made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and they took Boston to six games, in which Boston won the title day. So that's why I be trying to explain to people. Jordan played some tough teams in the first round as well. I'll, I'll give it. So I'll give the I'll give that Celtics team a lot of credit because that that Celtics throughout that whole eighties they was they, they were just a crazy team. Yeah. Now now Bucks, I obviously I don't think they're up to that Celtics level, but they were still no. Good, but they were they were a good team at that time. They like were a good the team. You're right. Moncrief is a okay. Hall of Famer, but what I'm saying is I'm just not gonna mention them in the same breath as I would like Bird, McHale. Parish, the, no, the, you wouldn't do that. Stuff, you know oh, what I'm well, I mean, we can't sit here and say that now because yeah. let's be honest. We don't. I, I mean, right now the Suns are looking really good, but let's say the Suns lose in the uh, Western Conference Finals, just like the Bucks did, and they don't do nothing else for the rest of the, you know for a few more years. We'll see. We can't. You know, how yeah. can we say the same thing? And the Bucks were actually really good for consecutive years. Mm-hmm. The problem was they just wasn't amongst the big name. Because the big names were the Celtics, the, the Pistons, uh-huh. uh, around that time, few of some of those times, the Knicks, the oh, Cavs. Just from the East. You know, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. From the East. So yeah. it was hard for, you know, those type of teams to really rise up to the, Those teams at that time were good. They mm-hmm. remind me a lot of, I tell people this all the time, uh, how many people going to remember those Indiana Pacers that played the Miami Heat? I will. In the I'll remember. Yeah, I, I will. But that was a fun, as time they were a fun on, team. I actually really liked them. And they people won't give them credit, but they gave the Heat fits. They they, they pushed did. them to the brink every year. I they cannot did. stand freaking David West and Roy Hebert and, and all them boys. Lance Stevenson, for God's Lance sake. Stevenson. All them boys. Hey. They were a good team, though. I will always remember that team. I, I, exactly. that I will always remember that, too. And yeah. another team, the Memphis Grizzlies, with yeah. Zach Randolph. 
Mike Conley, yep. uh, Mark Gasol. Those teams that used to take teams, go to the Western Conference final. People ain't going to remember those type of teams no. like we do because we grew up in that era. You're that right, same thing right. like with the 90s and the 80s. They won't. To me, I'm going to remember that Clippers team, Lob City. That was yeah, a good yeah, team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were fun, man. That was a good fun. team. Oh, yeah. But, but the only people put Clippers team, they don't remember Kawhi and Paul and Joe. Yeah, you know? yeah. They don't remember them over that Clippers team. That's so crazy, too. I use that as a good example of a lot of guys aren't going to remember. I bet if I said this now, how many people remember Amari Stoudemire? A lot of people ain't going to really remember. Exactly. Yeah. And we know how good Stoudemire He was great with the Suns. He did decent with the Knicks. Um, exactly. Yeah, he, he had his run. He had his run. So, and, and that's how certain things get mixed up. Like, Which one lost three times in the first round? Well, he lost the three really good teams. Yeah. And I'm going to say the same thing for LeBron. He lost to a really good Suns team. Mm-hmm. We'll see team. how they do for the rest of this playoffs. Yeah. But he did lose to a Right now it's team. looking good for him, up 2-0 against the Nuggets. They, yeah. it, they, they, would, they were games where they just ran away with it at one point in the game. So um, it looks like they're going to probably end up winning. And could you make a case if Anthony Davis was healthy, would they still beat him? You could. You could. But I will say this as well. I think they were. The way would've. that Suns team was shooting, man, I don't know how much Anthony Davis was going to help. Because I remember uh, DeAndre, DeAndre, eight, I'm not saying he would have would have helped him win. The, the mm-hmm. series probably would have went seven. Exactly. But I will say, with DeAndre Ayton, man, oh, man. He's doing he good. Put it, he put it on, on Anthony Davis in one of those games. Mm-hmm. So, and as I said already before, Anthony Davis – Goes the Lakers go as far as Anthony Davis. Got to get him right. That that's got to be a priority this offseason. Um, Char- Charles Barkley was saying it after the game. They were just like moving forward. I wouldn't even really focus too much on the moves and stuff this offseason, even though we, you know, obviously we're going to be expecting some type of move, whether it's um, you know keeping Andre Drummond somehow, some way. I don't know if they will or not. We'll have to see about that one. I don't even know what to expect really. Um, keeping Dennis Schroeder or not, um, doing signing trades, maybe doing something with Montrez. There's all sorts of crap that can still happen. You know the Lakers get creative when it comes to these transactions. But the main thing he said to focus on, he said every year this guy gets hurt at some point or another, and right now he's in the prime. He said, he said when you're at this age, he said you're like Superman. He said you should be like Superman. You shouldn't be getting hurt like this all the time. He said they got to get something – looked at by in his training regimen or, um, you know, his eating style, things like that, because this shouldn't be happening like this. This should be right. uh, He should be in the peak of his career. So I think that's one thing they got to give a real good hard look at um, because, you know, last year when they won the title, um, it was a bit peculiar that he was able to be in there. I ain't gonna lie to you. Every game you were getting kind of scared that somehow, some way he was going to fall the wrong way and get hurt. He just so happened to always catch those good breaks, and he was able to stay healthy enough to uh, finish the thing out. So this year we weren't as lucky. So we'll have to see about next year now. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll see. And, and, and one um, more thing I'll, I'll add to it. One, one of the things people have been saying about the downfall of the Lakers this year, they said one of the downfalls was they were compromising too much, promising people starting roles. Last year they didn't promise anybody anything. And because of that, people were more willing to accept their roles. When you tell Dennis Schroeder, um, yeah, we'll trade for you, he goes, no, nah, I, I want to start, though. And you compromised that where you're letting him start. 
And then when you go into um to the buyout market, Andre Drummond, in order to get him, you have to promise him a starting spot. You know what I'm saying? You're you're starting to compromise. You're starting to compromise. And as you can see at that, that last game, Drummond didn't start that. He didn't even play a minute. Nope, and that may have burned that bridge. That may have burned that bridge entirely. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that I, it's just too many compromises this year. It wasn't the same type of team. Not everybody was buying in. I think um, there was just a bunch of dysfunction this year. Uh, the better and you would ones, think, I can say that. And you would think with a team like Anthony, I mean, like with a team like the Lakers, mm-hmm. where Anthony Davis being out with the production that Andrew Andre Drummond had by himself. Uh, on those teams, like on the Pistons or the Cavs, yeah, you would think like, okay, well, this man's gonna, you know, have some production, get yeah. more minutes by himself. Heck, mm-hmm. Mark Gasol outplayed him. So, yeah. Gasol, Gasol did pretty good in that one. I, I got to give he it. He did. He's old, but he did much better than expected. So. Yeah, that ain't gonna cut it though. So, um, on the other thing, end of things, I guess we can cut talk about them real quick since we brought it up briefly. But the Suns and Nuggets. Um, speaking of the Nuggets. Jokic winning MVP. Um, it's kind of like what we said. And it was it wasn't just he didn't barely just edge it out. It was a landslide that he won it by. Uh, Curry did be end up being the runner up. Or well, no, it was Embiid, but Curry was the was the he got the second most first place votes. He had five. So it was like 91 votes to five. Um Embiid didn't get any first place votes, but he got a ton of second ones. So he technically finished second. So it was Jokic, Embiid, Curry. That's how it finished out. Do you agree with that? Um, those standings, real quick. Um, according to what each guy meant to their team, uh, I can I can slightly agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Curry, once again, man, yeah. I know people talk about the play in. I've already made my point on it. Uh, I just disagree with the play in. I do think with him uh, getting his team to the HC at least should be uh, up there for grabs. He, he did get third. So it was yeah. respected. Yeah. It was it respected. Was respected. Yeah. 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 What Steph Curry did was respected. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, overall, I mean, you see the big man, Joel and B. I mean, I think we're, we're starting to move back to like a little big man era. I'm glad. Yeah. We are. Maybe, yeah. Maybe so. Um, you're I'm right. Excited. You know, it's good, good that we have an Anthony Davis and Nikola yeah. Jokic as a, a, a Jokic as an MVP. Hadn't had a big man as MVP since Shaq. They wow. said Shaq that wow. played center, but you know, Guys like Dirk Davinsky and Tim Duncan, they won it, but they're power forward. Yes, you could say Giannis they played a power forward, point forward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh-huh. in that regards, yeah, I can understand. But it's mm-hmm. we're we're moving back to where we need our big men because I, it's starting to show you need an inside game, man, and. You also need shooters. You got to be yeah. If I say if I game. say if anything, I'm learning. It's you, you just need to shoot the lights out. You do need to be able to shoot. I mean, crazy. you know, look at Giannis. A lot of people been getting on Giannis because he can't Ooh. shoot. He just trying to dominate everybody in the goal in the hole. I will say one. Not even that, shot, man. man. But we'll, we'll we'll get into him a little. We'll it, get, it, get him. We'll we'll get into we'll that get matchup. I got some words. I got some words for Giannis in the book because I got a bone to pick. But I mentioned it earlier. Nuggets up 2-0. I don't know, man. I'm thinking this one might just about be over. I know the next two games are going to be in Denver, uh, but I don't think they quite have that home court advantage. I don't think the Nuggets really bring it like those Suns. I, I got to give it – hey, commend the Suns fans. They have been rowdy. They've been loud. That place has been rocking every game they've had at home um, so far this offseason. So I got to give it to them on this. There's a lot of hype around them boys right now. Um, and, and the fans are, are coming to show up. They're showing up and showing out for their team. They haven't um, – 
so I just I think that the um, I don't I don't think that game three and four being in Denver I don't think it's going to really affect this thing. I could potentially see a sweep, um, uh, and but if I had to put my money on it, I think the Suns end up finishing this thing out in five. But what do you think? Suns and five? Yeah, I got you. Even though it's the MVP, and I'm not going to crack on Jokic. He's been doing good. It's it's a great thing that they made it this far. Um, you know, Jamal Murray being out, they've been having to rely on Austin Rivers who they got on the buyout market. You know, it's it's just been stuff like that. Um, you know, and then they've been able to make it this far. So I'm not going to dis- discount him. I think the Suns are just a better team overall, and I think that's what's going to be the difference here. Uh I'm going out on a limb. Sun sweep. Ooh. I say he's sweeping. Okay. Okay. I say he's sweeping nuggets. Right. Uh, I, from the past two games that I've seen, from the, I've watched mainly the highlights. And man, I mean, you just look at last game. Fire. 126 to what, 95? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even on the same strategy. They're doing this consistently. They were doing it. Yes, that's what I'm saying. They're doing it to the Nuggets. They're doing this consistently. So it isn't just some fluke thing. They are going off defensively and offensively. They are going. They, are, off. they can shoot right now. And yeah. once again, I want people to recognize this was the same team that went ten and zero in the bubble. You're right. Out this fall. You're right. And and you 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 know what's funny? Somebody made a good case. Imagine if Chris Paul was with Kobe Bryant. Imagine mm-hmm. if he got that opportunity. Yeah. No telling if he, he probably could have still been with the Lakers up to this point. Nobody nobody would have ever known that he would have went to the, what, the Clippers or yeah. the, the Rockets. Nobody would have ever known that. Thunder. But the Thunder. Yeah. Uh, gosh, you, exactly. Yeah. You, you can get it. And, and you know what's funny? I remember when some people told me, because Rondo almost went to the Hawks, and some people were telling me, Man, I don't want Rondo going to the Hawks. That's unnecessary. Oh, not Rondo. I mean, sorry, not, not Rondo. Oh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Chris oh. Paul. There, uh, there was there was some few talks about Chris Paul potentially uh-huh. going to the Hawks, and I remember a few people saying that was unnecessary. It's like, mm-hmm. well, man, you got to think about that. You know, that would be some really good help for Trey Young. And now I look at Devin Booker with. Chris Paul, and I, yes, I know Trey Young and Chris Paul both play point guard. Yeah, I know yeah, that that's one. I think I don't know Trey Young can play off the ball as well as like a Devin Booker or shoot even a Steph Curry. I think that's what makes Curry so special is even when he doesn't have the ball, that joker's getting open. I don't He's know if Trey White has that just yet. He has the playmaking down to a T now, though. Um, yeah, he does. So, yeah, he does, and he's like, looking really good in that seventy. Uh, that seventy-six, that first game, he looked really good. Yeah. The second game, that's gonna be a back and forth series. Oh, we'll get on that. That's, no. gonna, that's gonna be a back and forth series, man. I'm excited for that. But overall, man, right now, Chris Paul is playing with a chip on his shoulder, man. He's trying to get that ring. I mean, yeah. he's been on a lot of really good teams. Um, I mean, if you want to talk about somebody that's been on just as many good teams as anybody in the league, we talk about <laughs> Russell Westbrook. How many? Good, he's been with a lot of good players, but mm-hmm. not on a lot of good teams. Yeah, Chris Paul been on a lot of good teams. Like, people don't understand. I truly I believe this myself. Now, yes, the next year we got proven a little bit wrong because him and Hard played together and they still lost to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. But that first time they played the Warriors together when uh, against the Rant, and they had that um hello string. Good, you good. They had that uh, 
that three-two lead, mm-hmm. and he got hurt at the end of the game. I believe if Chris Paul would have played they in those next two games, possibly, his winning, I think they beat the Warriors. You know, yeah. I think they beat the Warriors with uh, Kevin Durant if he never got hurt. Yeah. You know, so he's been on a lot of great teams, but they can just never, ever get over the hump. No. And I think he got a team that can possibly do it. So I'm excited to see it. And I know a lot, man. I'm going to see how he plays. I still got my Clippers beating those Jazz. So yeah, so I still, my, my final predictions. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, I was my say, final your prediction go ahead. was Clippers versus Nets, and I'm sticking with it. Okay. I think the Clippers still going to beat the Jazz. They're they going to make it really hard. Yes, it's going to uh-huh. be a hard series. But I do think the Clippers will still get the upper hand and beat the Jazz. Mm-hmm. It's going to probably be a six, seven-game series for no God-given reason. But it's going to be it's going to be a hard – every series the Clippers are going to play for the rest of them is going to be a hard series. It's going to be one of the hardest playoff runs for them in a long time. They're going to be doing – they're going to be playing a lot of basketball. Yeah, a lot of and they, they could have potentially made it easier on themselves. They could have been the ones, you know – um, on the other side of the the bracket, I feel like if they could have, you know, yeah. not tanked at the end there, but they were they were clearly tanking. Um, but <clears throat> beside that, you're on you're on it. So I wanted to go ahead and hang on that Jazz Clippers. I'll give my thoughts on it. Um, yeah, that first game was amazing. I'm looking forward to game two tonight. We're recording here on the um, Thursday, uh, June 10th, so it'll be happening tonight. I'm probably gonna stay up and watch that one too. It was such a fun first game. Um, you kind of for the show. There was a lot of fatigue there from the Clippers. Um, and you know, somebody was saying, uh, yeah, if I'm the Clippers, I'm feeling good about that loss. Cause, um, you know, they could have very easily won it at the end. I don't know if I would quite say that though, because even though they, they still almost ended up winning, they were playing a team that at one point in the game before, you know, halftime, the jazz had missed 20 straight shots, 20 straight shots. And wow. yeah. And they couldn't, they still couldn't pull off that win. I don't know. To me, that's kind of sad. Um, the Jazz did end up playing a really good game. They ended up coming back the second half, um, going off. Um, played a really – what I notice about these the, – the Suns and the Jazz, they're two very fun teams to watch because they play good team ball. They play great team ball where um, everybody kind of knows their role. Um, they know what to do. It's it's just really fun to watch that chemistry um, and how they work together, man. It's, it's crazy. So – and one thing I'll give to them, too, their defense has been impeccable. They are up in Kawhi's grill the whole game, man. Royce O'Neal, if it ain't Royce O'Neal, it's Bogdanovich. If it ain't Bogdanovich, you know, they got Ingles. If it ain't Ingles, they got Gobert. They're always throwing guys at them, and it's only going to get better once they get Mike Conley back. Um, I think yeah. the Jazz end up winning this series. I'll take the Jazz. I'll take the Jazz in six. That's what I'll do. I'll take the Jazz in six. You'll pay the Jazz and six. Yeah, because I think Conley comes back. He ends up doing pretty good. Um, I will say this. The refs were kind of helping the Jazz out that first game um, because there was some calls that might not could have – you know, they might could have let go. There, Kawhi was kind of being dumb on some plays. Like, normally you don't see Kawhi lash out and just do fouls for no reason. He was doing some crazy stuff. I'm like, that ain't like you. You know, it's very uncharacteristic because he's yeah. just not that out – Going to the guy, you know, he guy. Cool, yeah. but he he was kind of flailing. He was bumping into people. Reggie Jackson got into foul trouble early, and that that took a big toll on the team because Beverly Beverly is like a no show. Like he is nothing, and uh, Kennard is the new Lou Will. I tweeted that out, man. Every play that the Jazz had the ball, like every time the Jazz had the ball, how can I get Luke Kennard in front of me? 
and and then get around him to score because it is it is exactly what <laughs> the Clippers were dealing with last year with Lou Will, bro. Seeking him out and going right at him. Donovan Mitchell was going at him every freaking play. And as long as that continues to happen, I just don't see them much of a chance um, winning this because he's going to eat. So I'll take the Jazz in six here. Well, we do know from the great legendary Hall of Fame coach of all, the greatest coach of all time, Tyron Lue, uh, he'll make some type of stupid adjustment. And he'll find a way to get them that win. Um, you do know Tyron Lue is actually uh, he's like undefeated in Game 7, some type uh-huh. of bull crap out here. Yeah. But I do think the Clippers win this series in 6 or 7. I'm going to lean more to 7. Okay. I do think – um, the Clippers will get it in the last one. Um, this is going to be a tough series, man. It's going to be an exciting, fun series. Um, you know, with them being down against the Mavericks, that was no easy task at all, man, because mm-hmm. they they barely won a lot of those games. Like, that was that was a tough series for them. Yeah. So they're back in another tough series. As they expected, you're already in the playoffs. You got to be ready for this type of intensity. And um, I think the Clippers are going to show up. I, I think Paul George has had enough. I think Kawhi's had enough. Yeah, talk about that. Up. Talk because you said that you you wanted people to get off of Paul George a little bit. Well, so, yeah, because thing is, people get on Paul George, but they have not seen how this man. The man played pretty good in that Maverick series in those late games. He played pretty good. Yes, not look early on, point. at least. Not early on. Not in those first couple games. Okay, you you, you take you can look at game one and two. Did he play good? Probably not. But his averages, well, good. his numbers, it's not he end. was really good. He was averaging 26 points per game, you know, and he was helping out Kawhi a lot. Mm-hmm. And obviously, yes, could anybody stop Luka? It seemed like they could. Mm-hmm. But he made sure that when it came down to him, he had some clutch threes, him, Morris, Kawhi. Kawhi showed up, showed up big time yeah. in the clutch. So Paul okay. George played good enough in – that series to get them to win. I think Paul George is also going to play good enough in this series. I, I just think we, a lot of people are just getting too much on Paul George. Paul George is actually playing decent. Now in the clutch, you're going to be like, uh, but he's getting them up to that point. That's when I would rather have the ball in Kawhi's hand than rather having Paul George hand. Playoff pandemic P is starting to look, you see how the pandemic is starting to go away? Mm-hmm. Well, pandemic P is starting to go away because the real playoff P is coming back. We getting the Pacers P. We getting the Indiana. Did you? I, I know. I don't know about that because did you watch last game? <laughs> majority majority of his points came from the free throw line, and That's yes, he did. It, I, okay. it, but bro, like it was. <laughs> don't don't sit here and do that, man. <laughs> yes, he did. He did make a three at the end of the game that made it close. I'll give him that much. If he had missed that one. Oh yeah, you would have shown up, seen some slander. Like people would be all over that man. Um, yeah. But it was funny. It was cracking me up. The Jazz fans every time he was at the line, overrated. Yeah, I saw and, that. You know, oh. pandemic beat. Like, like they were doing all sorts of crap at him. So it was funny. Um, but I don't know. We'll see how we'll see what he does this series. Um, to me, the only person you can really rely on um, is Kawhi. I can only really rely on him. I, Paul hasn't really. I still he does average pretty good numbers, but um, but it's just what I don't know. It's just what you see. I don't know. Like you can look at the stats and you can watch the game as two different things. Um, yeah. in my in my opinion, because I don't know. He just he's okay. He's he's doing all right. He got into some early foul trouble, and so did Kawhi too. Kawhi had three fouls before the half. That's what I'm saying. I think the the Jazz caught some good breaks officiating wise. 
Um, we'll see what it goes. I think I think this will be kind of the opposite of um, of last series, where instead of every team winning on the road, I think it'll be teams winning at home. The Jazz have a great uh, home court. Them fans get hype. Um, Clippers, I can't say as much. They still got all them cutouts in L.A. right now. Um, I think that will play make a little difference. But uh, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, so let's talk about Bucks Nets real quick. Bone to pick with the freaking Bucks. So y'all know that Torres and I made a bet. Torres said that the Nets would win within five. Uh, we put ten down. I said that it would go past them. Um, obviously, I'm not looking too great right now. I've done admitted this to Torres, y'all. We we talked this out. I told him I I'm not looking good at all. Bucks have been absolute doo doo so far this 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 series. They have been trash, man. Uh, freaking, and you're saying that Yon, like when you said earlier, that's what I have a bone to pick with because you said, yeah, Giannis can't really shoot, but he's taking it to the hole. He ain't even doing that, man. He ain't <laughs> even doing that. He, dude, they are playing so sorry. Only player I can really talk good about is probably Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is still getting good buckets, and he's getting what he wants. Chris Middleton has not been good. Giannis has been so, just just stupid stuff. They have been playing so dumb. Uh, Giannis would literally with. Mike, 16, 18 seconds left on the shot clock. They had just got it across half court. Freaking jack up a three. And we know God God only knows. We know he can hit a three from time to time. And sure, he has those games every now and then where he just goes crazy from three somehow, some way. But it's not because he's great. It's just because he's, he's just having a good night. It's not going to work. You're not going to win games like that, dude. And you're especially not going to win games if you're not attacking the paint. He has got to get aggressive. He has got to go at the hole. And he's going to have to do that game after game, play after play. Blake Griffin should not be holding you down like that. That's that's just the truth. That should not be happening. And on the other side of the thing, on the other side of the ball, Brooklyn, though, Blake Griffin, he has been crazy so far this series. He has had a a freaking – I don't know what's happened. He's revived, man. He's come back from the dead. He he has been doing great. KD on another level. Kyrie on another level. Joe Harris doing good. Bruce Brown, like they just got a good team, man. And right now, man, you're, you're looking pretty good as far as the Nets making it to the finals. I don't know about the um, I don't know about the Clippers side of it yet. I'm still not huge on that one, but I think you might be right on the Nets making it to the finals. Right now, they're my favorites to win that MVP, or not the MVP, but the the championship. Um, and right now, that's reflected in Vegas. Well, I'm about, I'm about to say because uh, you know, depending on what happened between the Hawks and the 76ers, uh, I'm rooting for the Hawks. But I would if the Hawks, if the Hawks were to win, mm-hmm. uh, I don't see, I don't see not nothing. a chance. <laughs> not a chance. I don't see nothing they will have for those Woo. Nets, man. Those Nets look, as I said from the beginning of the season, man. You put this on paper, it looks good. And that's without Harden. Good. They've been doing this without Harden. That's what's crazy. And I and, and I said this from the beginning. Sheesh. It was still my check. I said that when we had we all made this prediction before they got Harden. I said even without James Harden, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant is just as good. Getting James Harden only just makes it official. It's the cherry on top. <laughs> that's what cherry it does. on top. Yeah. It it literally it does like it, it goes from okay they'll make it to the finals. Give them James Hart. Oh, oh, they're they're winning. Winning. Yeah, they're winning. You know, see, yeah. I, I got you. you uh, yes, we're gonna have. I've been. I've, I've, what I've been worried about is the health because that's been an obvious thing this whole that's year. That's the only KD thing. And Harden, and obviously we see it with Harden. KD now that they're still 
there's still a weird way that this could still end up playing out of the Bucks. KD has been playing a very high minute load. I don't know. See, and if I'm the Bucks, I'm getting freaking physical with him. I'm not saying go out and hurt him, but I'm talking about put some bruises on the dude. You know, like bump uh, into him a good bit, bro. Because that's man. your only chance at winning this thing is if you get rough, you start kind of bumping into these guys, getting aggressive. That's the only way they're going to win this. This time. man, Kevin Durant, is averaging 32 points per game against He's the dirty. Bucks. Dirty. This man right now is actually having some of the best playoff numbers he ever had at this point. The way he's played against the Celtics and this past few games against the Bucks, this man is so hot right now. He can't miss. No. This brother can't miss nothing. He can't miss. He, you told him to shoot a piece of paper inside of a Cheerio, he would make it. That yeah. is how accurate this man is on his shoot. This man last game went 12 for 18. He's dirty. 12 18. I know. I know. And like, Durant right and the now. Crazy man. thing is, he could do even more if he wanted to. If he really wanted to go off, he really could. He can get anything he wants. But they don't. He don't I have to. He I don't have to. This this doesn't shock me at all because I stand by it. I know there's a lot of scores. I said it here. I said it before. I said it again. Kevin Durant is the greatest score in the history Probably of the game. I argue with that one because he's seven foot. Can shoot from anywhere on the court. Shoot over anybody. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! And right. Who was it? Who was it that he 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 messed somebody up? Who was it that he messed up? I'm talking about that little crossover he did the other day. It was bad, bro. I'm it was he, nasty. he exposed uh, that Bucks player. I can't remember who it was, but he absolutely <laughs> exposed. It was nasty, bro. Oh my dude. God. Hey, I I I'm saying this again. When he's healthy. Ain't a doubt in my mind. No. Kevin Durant is the best player in the league. He's that good, man. When Durant, like, bro, like, Durant, like, I see why people got mad he went to the Warriors. Oh, that yeah. man is good. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. So we're going to have a show. We're going to bring on Kobe and Jacob for this one. It's going to be fun. I'm actually okay. excited. Okay. But we're going we're gonna to bring them on one day, and we're going to have a show talking about the differences of Durant's moves from the Warriors and the Nets and LeBron's to the Miami Heat and or Lakers. They, they, so they, I, they already I, know my stance. Everybody, I, we, we've talked about this, man. We, well, we know the stances, but I think we need some clarification. Oh my because God. I think a lot of people get mad for no reason. All right. So you t- okay, I, I'll make a great point right here. Do Kyrie and James Harden by themselves make it just as far? No. Are they locked for the NBA Finals? Kyrie and James Harden, exactly. That's the difference maker between a Durant. Yeah, you got to have some and, and this is without Harden. Look what Durant's doing without Harden. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, that's the reason why I'm saying, I think Durant, after going from the Warriors, he found himself to be a little bit more complete. I think Steve Kerr helped him out in this game because he plays really good on the defensive end as well. Yeah. Now, ever since he left from the Warriors. Now, I look at Durant, man, I say, it's just a matter of time. And yeah. he said to himself, uh, I forget, who made that report that said never come Jay Williams. Che, uh, that's right. They Williams, pissed him off? Right. Yeah, Jay, Jay Williams. They pissed him off. Yeah. Jay Williams. And Durant also said, according to Jay Williams, according to Jay Williams, Durant said, if I win this championship with the Nets, pit me in the GOAT conversation. Now that's when things go get. <laughs> I, I already see Tyler face. Yeah. He hasn't proven himself. No. no, he's not. I, I was about to say he's not. No, he's not in the goat conversation. conversation. No, he's not in the no goat chance. conversation. But I will say this: 
He will be in that top ten conversation. He's in oh, that. Oh, to me, he's already in that. Yeah, yeah. I'll give him that. I, 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 but no, you will not be in conversation for number one because the thing is, like when you had adversity, you ran away from it. That's what I saw. And I, I just don't yeah, see people did. that I don't I don't give people credit for that crap. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to give you credit for going and joining a team that already won um, NBA finals previously. I've been to two, two, three straight, two or three straight NBA finals. I don't play that crap. I'm not like he will never be in that discussion for me. So, I mean, that no matter how many, him, so he can win five straight, he still can never be in that discussion. Depends on, it depends on how he does it. I'll say that okay. much. I'll say, I'll say that much. Because I remember when people used to say Tom Brady would never be in that discussion with Joe Montana. After he uh, lost two in a row. That, that's another great thing about Brady. The, he faced adversity. He rose above it. Like, he, yeah, he – and that's what makes him so great, too. And he was able to bring teams that theoretically shouldn't have been there to that stage and actually end up completing it, too. That's what's nuts. So, yeah, I, I mean, Durant – I mean, Durant would be getting three different teams to the finals. He would have won to finals with two different teams. More than likely would be the NBA Finals MVP for both of those teams. Um, I mean, he'll want MVP. To me, um, I don't know. If, if Kawhi were to make it to the finals with the Clippers, I would give him much more weight over that than, than um, Durant. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. Toronto, nobody believed Nobody believed in Toronto like that. Nobody no, believed nobody in did. Nobody did. No. And he took them to it. And theoret- theoretically, they shouldn't have even been there and won that. And he was able to do it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, people that perform like miracles in a sense, That's that to me is a go. Like that was like a Okay, miracle. but then a lot of people can also make that same case. The same guy that he's going against out of Kevin Durant. If he was healthy, you can't play the uh, what if game. But if he was healthy. Yeah. I don't know. They were still doing good without would, him. Would they I'm still win that series? With him there, I, don't, I don't think they would. I don't think they would have won that series, man. If yeah, Durant was healthy, I don't, I don't think the Raptors win that series. He was still playing good. That team was playing solid. I don't know. That, that team was playing It's, it's a big what if. You're right. Um, it could have gone either way in a sense, but I don't know. We'll, we'll have, Like you said, I guess we'll do that show. Uh, we'll do that show at some point. We'll do it one day. Yeah, we will. We we'll, will. We'll wait to live it out after the playoff time. Yeah. A juicy with it. We'll yeah, see how all cool. of this stuff uh, handles out. We'll see how Yeah, exactly. We got to we got to get the everything in front of us first. Um, one, we got one more one more matchup to cover though, and, and we briefly talked about it. Atlanta, Philadelphia. Right now, it's tied one one. Uh, Philadelphia about came back, or they actually did come back the game one. Like it was nuts. The Hawks were up by a ton, and they ended up you know blowing a huge lead. Um, late in the game, I thought it was going to be another Atlanta thing. I was at the gym watching. I was like, this is another freaking Atlanta thing. I was, I was watching. Yeah. I was like, "Lord, that yeah." Oh, I was nervous for him, man. And then game two, Philadelphia bounces back. I gotta commend Joel Embiid, man. I gotta commend him playing with a he torn did. meniscus. Dude is straight balling. Sure, he does get the calls. So does Trey, though. You know what I'm saying? Like they both get those calls. So I'm not gonna sit here and act like one gets it over the other. Even though there have been some discrepancies in the free throws in this series, I've been seeing people talk about that. Um, my main question. Who do you have coming out of the series with it tied 1-1? Who do you have winning this best of five? I've already said I'm rooting for the Hawks, man. Man. Who do you – I know, but who do you think is going to do it? I know you're rooting for the Hawks, but who do you think is going to do it? Tyler, no lie, man. That's, this is a uh, – that's actually a really tough series to pick 
Uh, with now game three going back to better than Atlanta. I thought. Hey, this is closer than I thought it was going to be. I thought yes. Philadelphia before this playoffs. I thought Philadelphia was. Like, I was like, oh man, they're a bet to go back first round. If whoever they play out in New York and Atlanta, they they got that. They're they're a lot to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's what I thought. And I even yeah, felt money down because of that logic. The same. But I'm going um, to go out on a limb. I'm going out on a limb. Okay. I'm going out on a limb. Hawks beat Philly in six. Whoo! That is that is that is a little bit of a limb, man. I'll I'll give you that. I'm going um, out on a limb. Hawks I'll, beat I'll, in I'll six. say I'll say Philly. I'll say Philly in six, just to go on the other yeah. side. And it's not that I'm rooting against Atlanta. Um, really, I'm just rooting for some good basketball. Yes, I do have money on Philadelphia winning it all. You know, I have 15 down to win 120. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I do want, you know, I would like the money if I could, but 15 bucks is 15 bucks. If Atlanta makes it, that's awesome. Um, really, whoever, whoever wins this, they're just going to go on to lose to Brooklyn. So, I mean, I can't really, Brooklyn. yeah, yeah. So especially just, now about a healthy Joel and B, I would have given them a, a better chance. But a torn meniscus, Joel, bro, I'm sorry. Who who he going to stop? Mm-hmm. Like, who he going to stop, man? Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. And Ben, oh, he plays good defense. Ben Simmons plays good defense. But for this man to be who he – for you to be in the NBA and you can't score a single point, can't shoot. I don't understand. You just yeah. don't. He can't shoot anything. Can't you shoot a free throw, bro? I just – that's one thing you, you got. Like, he has got to work. Like, we've been saying this for years now. And for years, he just keeps on coming back to the season, not being able to shoot. Something's got to change. Now it's pitiful. It's Something's got to change. He's got to learn how you to do it. You that good? Like, you're on this good of a team and you can't score? You you hurt your own – you hurt your team from you not – do Ben Simmons not understand that if you was able to score at least 15 points per game, they would probably be nearly NBA Finals locked Yeah, because of that? Yeah. Do, do he not understand? I don't think – I don't know. I guess not. Like – this man can't score. This man can't score lick. <laughs> he, he literally can't score. Uh-huh. All you do is rebound, play defense. I oh, mean, really? that's not bad. But you want you're freaking guard. You're guard. You supposed to be able to do yeah. that. Yeah, know? yeah, guard. Yeah. Right? yeah, big old guard. And and I'll give you this too. Like I can't freaking um, I can't get down with the uh, during the game. You there should never be an a uh, possibility. There should never even be any chance that Ben Simmons and Matisse Thibault should be on the court at the same time. That's two people that can't shoot. <laughs> like, like that. Like that should be a that should be a crime against humanity that, that they should have those two on the court at the same time. Like it's got to be one or the other. And that's how no. I was thinking. If I was if I was Doc Rivers, Ben, when you're in the game, you're on Trey. When I sub you out for Matisse, Matisse, you're on you're on Trey. For the you know the no production when they both fit. Yeah, I mean I'll give this to Matisse. He has made some threes the other day. He was making some threes, yeah. but it's just, you can't count on that from game to game. Um, yeah. And Danny Green's going Danny Green. He'll he'll have his one game. I think we'll have one Danny Green game where he goes off. He shoots a bunch of threes and he makes them. But for the rest, almost break the record. Like can't every count time. On yeah, yeah. You can't you can't <laughs> count on a man. So um, well that ain't and okay. So we got our predictions in. So that'll be pretty good. We'll have to see how the rest of these series play out. Um, real quick, um, I've been, you know, this is, I guess, a little bit before, you know, off season. We got some things we're already starting to think about, potential trades, things like that. I'm going to just spitball you a couple trade scenarios, see what you think. All right, so news right. came out yesterday. Kimball Walker and the Celtics are looking to break up. 
Um, where where could you see where could you see a possible landing spot? I know people said uh, um, Oklahoma City. I've even said heard some people say stuff about Dallas possibly in a trade. He has a big contract, obviously, so they'd have to maybe package something along with him to get him out. But who could you see Kimball Walker potentially being traded to? From the Celtics? Yeah. Uh, uh, I was originally thinking some type of Porzingis deal. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But I would, if I'm Mavericks, I would have to have something else. I would have to have, um, because I, I need a big man. For yeah. Dallas, they need a uh, a big man that can at least. He needs a change know, of scenery, though. Porzingis does. It, Porzingis just, man, I don't know, man. He's falling off big time, man. Hopefully, yeah. wherever he goes, he'll be able to. Uh, he's just falling off big time. Mm-hmm. And then he's getting mad, saying he feel like Lucas taking up all the attention. He's no longer the. The, the co-star or something yeah. like come on for singers let's they have some common sense now don't be don't be idiotic uh-huh. uh i uh it's tough that's a tough question honestly i'm i'm thinking that i i really i really don't know yeah i mean i really i really don't know where he could possibly go yeah, they're talking about uh, okc maybe just a salary dump type deal where they package a pick with it get him out able to somehow get something back. I don't know. We'll have to see how that one plays out. What does Houston have? What does Houston have? Houston has John Wall. I guess they could do that. Apparently – That's right. Apparently, the Knicks have been monitoring John Wall. They're interested in possibly trading for him in that contract. Interesting stuff. That will be really interesting. Um, Add on to what they got now. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, there's talks about them making some big moves. Obviously, they're going to be in the market. What about Miami? Miami for Kemba? Or for mm, what they got, we got Oladipo, Hero, Robinson, Dragic, those kinds of guys. Mm. I don't know, it's tough. I don't think anybody really is going out of their way to get Kimba right now. He stays, yeah. Right. Last name matter. I'll bring up because I think we're gonna have to see some changes. Terry Stotts got fired, the Blazers obviously something needs to be changed. CJ McCollum, really, where could you see him going? If he were CJ to be one of those CJ be one of those guys to go to like you might be shocked, but he'll be one of those guys that'll take that chance and go to like the Clippers. Uh uh not saying he'll go to the Clippers, but a team like that. Like a Paul um, George from a column thing? Is that what you think? Ooh. That man, that could be a clean little swap off. That wouldn't be bad. That actually would Especially be bad. if the Clippers get bounced early. But then again, little Damian Lillard and Paul George, they look, they look. Uh, oh yeah, they did. They don't really like shot. each other. You're right. Yeah, they yeah. do get into it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So I don't know that would actually fit. Uh-huh. Um, I heard the Knicks are interested. Um, that's not bad. I don't know who who else could really. I mean, it, it's going to be crazy to watch. This offseason should be kind of fun. Um, it it'll be. be fun to kind of keep up with. So these are just some names I'm kind of already seeing popping up on the radar. That what about the Lakers? I was thinking that, but it would have to be something like if we could finesse Kuzma somehow, you know. Finesse? Kuz- what you need to finesse him for? You don't Who need would to want Kuzma? Him. Who would want Kuzma? What I'm saying is yeah, if we could put Kuzma <laughs> with somebody else for, for freaking McCollum, that's a no-brainer. But hey, are, the Blazers, are the Blazers stupid enough to do it? That's the question. That, that is true. So, I don't know. We'll have to watch it, man. But, um, yeah. Well, hey, anything else you want to cover here before we break it down? No, man, I'm excited for these playoffs, man. And, look, just another 
look, NBA playoff, that's that time, man. These series are getting really good, a lot of good yeah. games. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening in. This was a fun one. We enjoyed it. Thank you uh, for all the support you guys give us. Continue to show that support by going and following us on Twitter at the TNT Podcast, over on Instagram at TT underscore podcast. And, you know, just listening to us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you really can find podcasts. Uh, we do got some big things coming. We're working on the YouTube channel as well as a website. So be, be ready to on the lookout. We'll be launching those things here soon enough. The the I'll go ahead and pop that out the box. We'll we'll go ahead and get that out there for people to go and start looking forward to, I guess. But those should be launching here uh, somewhat soon. So be on the lookout on our social media platforms. We're getting things set up at the moment. Um, so bear with us, be patient, but we'll get there here in just a little bit in a short while. Um, but yeah, as soon as we drop that stuff, guys, show us that support on that as well. Um, it's been a blast so far. Great summer. We're looking forward to a good summer here with the TNT podcast. Um, so thank you guys for so all the listens, all the support. We really do appreciate it. And until next time, or until then, we'll see you next time. <laughs> boom, boom.